Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of The Redemption Arc. I'm your host, Iman. Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you so much um, for tuning into the podcast, the inaugural episode of the podcast. Um, I'm pretty nervous right now, I think, um, because this is also new and this is also exciting. And I feel like there's a lot of ground that can be covered in the very first episode or very first installment of anything. Um, And so I feel like there's just a lot to say and not a lot of time because I don't want these episodes to be horribly, horribly long. I know that people are busy. Um, And so I think we just got to get right into it. I'm going to open with prayer and I would like to do that with every episode so that, you know, my heart is in the right place um, before I begin speaking to y'all. So let's just go right into prayer. Please bow your heads wherever you may be or close your eyes or you can just listen along, whatever, (laughs) whatever works for you. Um, Heavenly Father, we come to you humbly and we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. Um, Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this platform um, that you are helping me, that you're guiding me, right, um, to develop. And Lord, I just pray that my heart is in the right place. I want a, a position of humility, of surrender um, in all that I do, but specifically when it comes to how I approach this podcast. I don't ever want this podcast to be about me. I don't ever want it to be, you know, an ego boost or something to put attention on me. I just want to make your name known and make your name great. Um, I just want to glorify you. I want to just share um, my, my testimony and make clear to others just how good you are and how real you are. And how you are always fighting for us and always on our side. And Lord, I just pray that the Spirit um, speaks through me um, in every episode of this podcast. Um, And that, Lord, that you just allow those that are on the other side of this podcast, those that are listening, I pray that um, this podcast brings their hearts closer to you. um, That they grow in their desire to know you and to know you deeply and to... Um, achieve the wisdom right which is you know the word says is more valuable than silver than jewels and gems Um, that that's what they're seeking out and I pray that this podcast can help just push them in that direction Um, Lord I pray that it reaches people who don't know you at all but who are curious and who and, and who you know have a void in their heart right something that you know, always feeling like something is incomplete, like there's something else out there. And I know, Lord, that that hole can only be filled by you. And I pray that this podcast and the conversations that I have and the little monologues that I go on, that they really help connect people to you. And that's my that's my ultimate goal. That's my only goal. And Lord, I just know that I can do it so long as I'm constantly keeping my eyes set on high, keeping my eyes on you, walking with the spirit, trusting in you um, with everything that I do and just turning to you in every moment. And Lord, I just pray this all in the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, So I think it makes the most sense for this first episode to be one in which You all, the listeners, can just get to know me a little bit better, but more importantly, right, to get to know my intentions behind this podcast, um, because it certainly was not just formed on a whim. (laughs) I'm trying to be very um, prayerful and intentional in hosting this podcast, Um, you know, and starting it up, but then also as I progress through this process and continue to release episodes, um, yeah, so there's a lot of intention behind it, and I would like to make that clear to everybody and just talk you through um, the, the vision for the podcast and just, you know, why I'm doing it, everything like that. But before I even get into that, I suppose I could just, like, briefly, briefly introduce myself again, but I will do, like, an extended testimony later in the episode. That's um, sort of what will probably take up the bulk of today. Um But my name is Amon. I am a 21, or at least by the time that you're listening to this, I'll be 21. At the moment, I am not, but a 21-year-old college student. 
Um, and I am a Christian. I am a follower of Jesus. I am a lover of Jesus. Um, I am a disciple, right? Who is aiming to make more disciples. Um, and that's, you know, that, that, that's, I would say a, a major goal of mine in 2022 and for the rest of my life, which is something that's becoming clearer each day. Um, so that is, that that's probably the most sort of basic info you could get about me. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll get a little bit more into my story. Um, but before I do that, yeah, let's talk about the intentions behind this podcast. Um, so I think that I can best describe the three, the, the aims of this podcast in three words. Um, those words being exalt, edify, and evangelize. Um, so I'll get into the first one, ex- exalt. That I would say that's probably the, the core goal of this, right? To exalt, um, meaning to, to worship, to praise, and that's to praise Jesus, right? To praise the God that I serve. Um, because I, I, I think that growing up, and maybe even just like a couple of years ago, my understanding of worship was very narrow. I think that, you know, when I thought of worship, I thought of it in the very traditional sense where like it's the worship team, you're singing, you're you know, hitting the tambourine, whatever that looks like. Um, but I, I've come to realize that my existence is to be worship, right? With every, um, I use this sort of phrase a lot, right? But with every word that I say, um, with every breath that I breathe, um, and with every decision that I make, every action that I take, I want it to be glorifying unto God. I want it to honor God. I want it to, um, yeah, to just honor, honor who he is, honor, um, honor him by aligning with his commandments for his children, for his people. Um, so that's what this podcast is really about is to bring all of the attention onto him. I I think it's, it's difficult because I want to say, you know, this podcast is not at all about me, which it's not, but at the same time, of course, I am sort of the mouthpiece of this, right? I'm the host. And so I'll be sharing my story and bringing y'all along my walk. And so I'm hoping that my story and my experiences and the conversations that I'll have with other believers, um, will be sort of a a lens through which you can get to know the Lord deeper. That's that's the whole point of this. So I'm not sharing my story so you can know who Amon is and know, you know, what Amon was up to during high school and what Amon is going through. Like, that's not the point of this. It's to be honest and to be vulnerable, right? And to, to share to share my story. But the whole point of it is because I'm trying to bring hearts closer to God, right? To bring souls to Jesus, right? That is the point of this. Um, and it's just to, to, to honor him for who he is in my life, who he is in all of our lives, right? Or who he can be if you, if you really accept him and allow him to move in your life or, or honor him, right? Through your actions so that you can really, um, enjoy the fullness of his love. Um, so that's, that's the point of this. Um, yeah. So exalt, that's sort of the first, the first goal. And I would say the highest goal if I had to like put them you know, on a hierarchy of sorts. Um, the second one is to edify. And if you know me personally, if you're like a friend of mine or a family member, I feel like you hear me use this word a lot, probably too much. Um, I just feel like if I had to, you know, pick a a theme word for the last three or so years of my life, it would be edify, which isn't even a word that I knew before three years ago. Um, but I use it all the time now because I think, um, that is the, that is what we're called to do, um, in, relationship uh with other believers um yeah it's to edify one another and i I wish i would have looked up like the dictionary definition of that word because i tend to like to cite those as opposed to just coming up coming up with the wording on my own but you know the word edify right it means to sort of build someone up to sort to add to them right you're you're pushing them in to become better um and and so and i think that's something that in a lot of my friendships, and I'll definitely get into this when I get into my testimony, but like in my friendships with other believers, um, that's what I am really looking for. I, I, and that those are the friendships that I cherish most are the people who I feel like through our friendship, I am being grown and, you know, I'm growing, I'm, I'm developing, I'm being edified. And that's what I'm also seeking to do. You know, like I'm seeking to do that same thing in my friendships is to to add to my friends. I feel like, yeah, those are definitely the friendships that I cherish the most and the relationships I cherish the most beyond just friendships, but also like familial relationships and mentorship relationships who, you know, certainly edify me. Like that's the whole point. Um, and so, yeah. And so in terms of like what the how the podcast fits into that um, is that I, I want this podcast to be for 
believers, right? For people who are on this faith walk already um, and who have a relationship with Jesus, but they want to make it deeper. They want to know him more. They want to get closer to him. They want to be more spiritually disciplined. They want to be on fire for Christ or even, or if, you know, if they're not right now, or if they want to be even more on fire for Christ, right? So I'm hoping that this podcast through, um, through, um, yeah, the episodes of this podcast, that that is something that I'll be doing or helping, you know, helping accomplish is edifying um, the body of believers um, that tunes in to, to this show. Um, I really want this to be something that people can tune into um, however often I post. I'm still trying to figure out what like a um, a realistic or um, sort of posting schedule would be, but that these episodes are ones where people can tune in and know they're going to gain something from it. I, I want to be pointing, I want to root all of these episodes um, in the word. I want to, um, you know, show people what prayer prayer can look like. I don't want to say what prayer looks like because it can look a lot of different ways, but what prayer can look like. I want to show people what this relationship with Christ, what this faith walk um, can look like as a 21 year old. And so I think that's also important to know is that I think that this podcast is especially geared towards young people. I mean, it's going to be, it's difficult, right? For a 21 year old with my limited life experience and spiritual experience too, right? Because I'm still relatively new to this, to what this Christian walk really looks like. It's going to be difficult for me to minister, if that's the word I want to use, to a 50-year-old or 60-year-old. I'm sure that some people within that age demographic are going to be tuning in because I have loved ones who are that age and I'm sure would like to support me by listening to the podcast. But this is mostly geared towards younger people. So I'm talking 20-somethings, I'm talking high schoolers or even middle schoolers if they're listening to show you what being a young person who's on fire for Christ can look like and just hearing um, the honest experience like what that experience honestly feels like and looks like um, from someone who's who's on it right now, um, and yeah, oh yeah, and Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another." So that's what I'm really, really seeking to do. And then the last word that I think could sort of describe my aim for this podcast is evangelize. Um, So I'm definitely going to get into this when I talk about my testimony, but evangelism is something that wasn't at all on my radar really prior to 2020 and more so 2021. Like 2021 has been a remarkably, or I'm saying like it's still 2021, but it's 2022 now. Sorry. So 2021 was a remarkably transformative year when it came to my spiritual growth, my relationship with God. And I think that a lot of that growth was spurred by a a new, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't have it before, a desire to evangelize. And so evangelism, right, is the spreading of the gospel. And I'm sure at some, like at one point, like in, in, in an episode, I will talk through the gospel story. Well, of course I will. I mean, that's the whole point, right? Sharing the gospel. But I mean, I'll like maybe succinctly describe like what the gospel actually entails. But that's what evangelism is, right? It's spreading the gospel. And that's what this podcast is also aiming to do. So for the edify point, I was talking about how like, I want this podcast to be a resource for people who are already believers. But for the evangelism point, I want this to also be something for people who are not yet believers who maybe have, you know, maybe you did grow up in the church, but you never, it never felt right. Or like you never connected to God. Like it just never clicked for you. Or maybe, you know, this Christian faith is totally foreign to you. Perhaps it's like totally contradictory, um, to what you grew up on or who you, you know, currently sort of identify as or believe yourself to be, but you're curious and you want to hear, you know, you want to hear from a young believer in just find out like what this actually all entails. Not that it, this, you know, this podcast, it won't cover it all. It certainly is going to be very far from comprehensive of the Christian faith, but I'm saying I'm providing my perspective. And so that's what I also want this to be, to, to, to bring hearts who know nothing about Christ right now, but like something's tugging you in that direction, right? Um, I want to speak to these people too. And I'm really hoping that my, my episodes can be encouraging and uplifting for people within that community also. Um, yeah, so uh, exalt, edify, evangelize. That is all I'm here to do. That is all that the Redemption Arc aims to do. Um, once again, like it's not at all about me. This is not supposed to be anything to bring attention to me. I don't want, I'm not trying to become an influencer or anything like that. Um, I just want to praise God and I want to make 
other people just know how great he is um, and to encourage others right to fully tap into the unconditional outpour of love um, that we get from from our Lord so that that's those are the intentions behind the podcast so the next question that I want to address is why a podcast I mean there are a lot of different methods to spread the gospel to edify people to definitely to exalt God right um, and so yeah I'm gonna address that question um, so I first of all I've always been a podcast enthusiast um, or by always I mean at least since like high school um, and I've always wanted to host a podcast. It was funny because as I was as I was preparing to record this episode, I was going through old voice memos um, in my phone, just dating back to like as far back as 2016. And I had podcast episodes back from when I was like a, a freshman in high school that I had recorded on my phone where literally I didn't have a single guest to talk to. So I adopted a persona and like interviewed myself. Anyways, that's a side note. I guess that just gives y'all a glimpse into my character, which is not the point. Um, but um, my point is, right, I've always been into podcasts. I've always wanted to host a podcast. And I know that I have, um, I don't know, I, I, a podcast is a medium through which I know that I can use the gifts that I have. Um, public speaking and writing and also just sort of like, yeah, teaching uh, kind of I think are all things that I've learned um, over time that I'm skilled at Um, and so a podcast has always been something of interest to me I hosted a radio show um, not this past semester but the one before that with a friend of mine Um, and I always wanted to do a more formal podcast because that was like live and so you know something like pre-recorded something that could be preserved Um, and then um, that's sort of like I guess the backstory about like the podcast like interest in this specific medium but um coming into 2022 something yeah this was just, I guess the last month of 2021 this is what I was thinking about is that I want to be in this year in this new year very intentionally prayerful about the kind of ministry that the Lord wants to call me into um so with each passing day it becomes clearer and clearer to me that ministry is my calling um, I mean, ministry, you know, is I think every Christian, right, is called, every believer is called to engage, is called to minister to others in various ways, right? And so we're supposed to use the gifts that we've been given um, to glorify God. That's the whole point, right? To, to not waste our talents and to, to put them um, towards a, a purpose that will endure, right? That will last, the highest purpose um, imaginable. And so, um, as, as I was saying, right, like coming into this new year, something that I want to be very pray or throughout this new year, something I want to be very prayerful about is asking God to, in His own time, because I'm really in no rush to know. I, I have a whole lifetime, right, to 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 serve Him, and so I think that a clear answer doesn't have to come immediately, um, and I don't know if it'll ever come a me- uh, like a very like clear, distinct answer. But I'm perfectly fine with that. But um, prayerful about the kind of ministry that the Lord that the Lord will call me into, and so there are a lot of different. Um, like possible possibilities for how I can minister to others. Um, it could be campus ministry, which is something I'm like involved in now, but like not, I'm, I'm not really like a campus minister, right? Like I'm, I'm a student and I'm a beneficiary of campus ministry. Um, but as like a disciple who's aiming to make disciples, um, and I'll explain where that phrase comes from later. Um, you know, I'm sort. I have. I'm exposed to the world of campus ministry, um, and then there's also international missions, and then there's what I'm call. I've been calling recently like creative ministry because I'm very interested in the arts. I, 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 as I mentioned, like writing is something that I'm I'm skilled at, and it's something I deeply, deeply love. And so I've I've thought about you know, am I called to be like a C.S. Lewis type where I'm doing fiction writing, um, or you know, just doing traditional apologetics he also did that um could I possibly try to figure out how to do ministry through tv and film because that's a world that I'm incredibly interested in um and then right podcasting music ministry so there's so many different um 
so many, and then countless others I haven't mentioned, but like, those are the ones that I feel like really align with my, my interests and my, um, skills and stuff like, stuff like that. Um, and so, right there, but, uh, and so uh, that's something I really want to be prayerful about, as I said, this year, but in the meantime, right, I wanted to make sure that I am using, like I said, my gifts in the best way possible. And I, I just, for a long time, for several years, right, I've been feeling like I wasn't doing enough, right? Like, what am I doing for the kingdom? And now I, I don't feel that way anymore. I definitely know that I'm doing, that I, I think I'm doing my part, right? But you can always do more. And I think that this podcast is a is a way to, it's just another way, right, to serve God and to honor him and to do so in a way that I think could be pretty interactive um, because I want this to be like a community podcast. Obviously it's just like me talking to my phone at the moment. Um, but like I said, I'm going to invite other believers onto the podcast and speak with them. And I want the listeners also to interact, right? I want people to send in their questions, their thoughts, things that I can engage with both on the podcast and outside of it. Um, and so yeah, this, this podcast just feels like a great next step. And I, I I believe that the Lord's going to do great things with it. Um, not in terms of like, you know, accolades or like popularity. Like I'm not concerned with this being a, a top 10 podcast on the global charts or anything like that. I think that if even one person, um, one heart is reached or like touched by this podcast, that is enough. Um, so that's, that, that was really, um, I was really verbose sorry in that explanation, but I hope that that provides a little clarity about why, um, I'm doing this a little, yeah, a little more clarity. The last thing I want to explain before diving into my personal testimony, um, is the podcast name. So I think I thought that the phrase redemption arc was more well-known than perhaps it is, or at least based off of conversations with family and friends, (laughs) maybe, yeah, isn't as well-known, but basically, in books, TV, movies, etc., any sort of you know work of fiction that takes the form of a story, a redemption arc is. This is the definition I pulled straight from the internet. Um, it's a character's atonement for past sins and mistakes. So you know, redemption arc, right? It's when a character, typically one that's like pretty villainous, um, they realize the error of their ways, um, and they become a better person, and they right the wrongs that they've committed and, you know, become a morally upright or compared to their previous self, morally upright person and it's all good. Um, And so I wanted to take that phrase because I'm on my own sort of redemption arc, but it is not at all because of anything that I've done. Um, It's not through my own efforts. It's not because, um, yeah, of, you know, me striving to make myself a better person but rather my redemption arc, my redemption was made possible strictly and solely through the precious blood of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, Christ is known as the substitutionary atonement, right? Through his death on the cross, um, we were, you know, anyone, you know, like we achieve salvation, we are justified, um, we are redeemed. And I think that that was the word that I really wanted to to center this podcast around um, because, and I'll talk about this in my testimony part two, but I, I just, every day I become more aware of how like unbelievable it is that someone was willing to die. Oh, no, that God himself, right, sent himself in wrapped in flesh and was willing to to die despite being totally innocent, totally blameless, the only man to ever walk the earth and never commit a sin um, for me. And that through him, I have been redeemed, right? I've been justified. I've been given an, uh, I've been given the opportunity for eternal life. And so I'm on this redemption arc where I'm just every day, I am growing more disciplined. I'm growing more on fire for him. And I, I am becoming a better person. And there is a renewal of my heart on a daily basis, right? I have emerged as a new creature, but like I said, it's not at all because of anything that I've done. Um, and just to like provide some scripture for that, Romans 3, 23 through 25, and it's not the complete 25th verse, I, I stop it, but I, I end it early, but for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace 
through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. And the phrase is saved by grace through faith. I think that's the phrase that um, everyone uses. Um, and I'm sure that that's probably like a verse itself. I'm sure you know, that definitely is a verse. Um, but yeah, like that's really what this podcast is centered around. And also Ephesians 1, 7. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. So like perhaps an alter- alternate name for this podcast would include the word grace, um, because that's really right. Like the core sort of principle that I'm trying to focus on and we all should focus on, right? Cause it's like, it's crazy. This free gift that we receive on a daily basis, right? Everlasting, right? It's an undying, it's a gift we didn't earn. It's a gift we can't lose. Um, and I'm just so thankful for that. And so, yeah, I think that that's what I'm inviting y'all, inviting y'all along to, to witness, I guess, is my own redemption arc as Christ continues working in me and molding me into the daughter of the Most High that I was intended to be. Um, And through the other people that I'll invite to speak with me on this podcast, you'll hear about their own redemption arcs that they're on. And y'all, you know, hopefully this will help y'all as y'all continue to move along, you know, experience your own redemption arcs too. I'm like losing my voice in the middle of speaking, sorry. Um, But yeah, that's the explanation behind the podcast title. Hope it makes a little more sense if it didn't before. Um, Yeah, so now we can get into what really is supposed to be the meat of this episode, and that is my personal testimony. All right, let's get into my personal testimony. This should be fun. Um, I, I feel like I've only talked through my full testimony or... The testimony that I'll share today. I mean, I think there it's impossible to be like totally comprehensive, but um, I think I've only talked through it once before, and that I had to compress that, or maybe twice, twice. Um, then the second time I had to compress that into like five minutes. So I think this should be nice to be able to just talk about it um, at length um, and get into detail. But we can just start with my childhood. Um, so I was born and have and was raised and, you know, continued to be raised by, despite being 21, um, two incredibly God-fearing parents. Um, they are the models that I have of what it means to be like disciples in a world that wants you to be anything but. Um, my father is a minister. He hasn't been a minister my entire life. I think he started, I think he became one when I was around like maybe eight or nine years old. Um, and then my mom, she is not a minister, like in any formal capacity, but like she, you know, she's like my discipler by both of my parents and my disciplers. I think that's something I thought about recently is I remember someone used the phrase, like the word discipler. And I was thinking, wow, like, I wish I had one, even though I do now I have a spiritual mentor who I'm very grateful for. Um, but I remember thinking, thinking like, yeah, like who was discipling me when I was growing up? Um, and I was like, oh, it was my parents. Like, which is so grateful. Like I never had to look to an outside source because I had that in the home. And so in that sense, and in many others, my parents are my, my greatest blessings. I'm so thankful for them. And we have very close relationships. So that's something I'm really, really, I feel very blessed to be able to say. Um, but yeah, two God-fearing parents and I grew up in the church. Um, yeah, so because of that, like the the faith was never foreign to me. Um people like to use the phrase born born again, which like, you know, jokingly they like to say that because of course everyone has to have their own come come to Jesus moment and um they have to figure out what this walk is going to look like for themselves. But it definitely is incredibly wonderful to have a spiritual foundation from birth. Um you know, in terms of just like that helping me to to figure out the faith, but also just knowing that I have people who are constantly praying over me, right? I have like prayer warriors in my house. I have people who are m- more than on fire for Jesus and who are living for him on a daily basis. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel like I've always had God's favor. And I think that a lot of like, you know, that's something, something I certainly didn't earn on my own. I didn't do anything to, to earn that, right? And I think that a lot of that has been brought to my life because of who my parents are. And, you know, the Bible speaks about intergenerational blessings. Um, and so I think that I've definitely been a, a beneficiary of that. Um, and so, 
like I said, the faith was never foreign to me. Um, it's always been a part of my life. I was baptized at age 11. I might have been 10. I know I was in fifth grade, I think. Um, and that, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I guess that, and that was a decision that I made. My little sister got baptized at the same time. Those are decisions that we made. No one pressured us into doing that. And I think it does speak to the fact that like the faith was always on my mind and it was a priority of mine. Um, but as you know, w- with the position that I am in right now in my relationship with God, when I look back at my younger years, um, I definitely know that like, I'm not really sure that I knew what I was doing if I, or I just certainly just didn't understand the magnitude of what it means to be a Christian and what grace is. Like, I, I don't think I had any note. Like, I don't, I certainly didn't know what grace even meant as a kid. Um, so I've definitely, my understanding of, um, Jesus, right. And like who he is and like what his sacrifice actually means has seriously evolved over time as, as it does for everybody. Um, but yeah, so going back to my childhood, despite growing up in the church, I never had Christian community. My only Christian community was my family. And by family, I mostly just mean like my parents. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just never did youth groups. I never went to church camps or vacation Bible study, um, camp or whatever it's called that I know like is just very typical for a lot of Christian kids. And so, yeah, I just never had Christian friends, but then my best friend, my best friend of what this year, I guess will make 10 years, um, entered my life in sixth grade and she was my sole source of Christian community, um, through college. Um, and so I, and I, I'm saying soul as if like, I I don't want it all to, I don't want to at all undermine how wonderful of a role that she has played in my life. Um, just obviously in all ways, but also like in this spiritual, in this like spiritual department, um, because it's such a, such a blessing, right. To, to have had a friend, especially during those like high school years, right. Where you're like finally encountering like new temptations and new pressures that like you're, of course you're not encountering when you're 11 or even younger. Right. And so to have a friend that sort of anchored me and was, and who, to use my favorite word, edified me, right? And who pushed me towards the Lord and not away from him. Incredibly, incredibly grateful for her. And you will definitely hear from her in a in an episode soon, pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, she, she was the only Christian community that I had. Um, and so I don't think I ever really understood the value of Christian community. I'm, I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm very grateful for my Christian best friend, but to be in sort of like a family of believers outside of my biological family was something that I didn't have. And so I didn't understand how important it could be, but that definitely changed in recent years, but that's sort of jumping the gun a little bit. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, growing up, I think I had a very legalistic understanding of things. I didn't understand, right, that salvation wasn't, I really don't think until I got to college, like truly, I don't think I understood that salvation was not something you had to earn. I really did think that, um, it was through being a good daughter. It was through like not cursing. It was through not drinking. It was through all of these things that I'm doing on my own. That is how, I would earn a spot in heaven like that. Like it's actually funny or like, I guess kind of sad. No, it's like more funny, I guess. Right. To think about how, like, as a, like growing up, I used to not even be like, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, like I'm going to heaven. Like, I didn't think that was a thing that anyone on earth could say. I didn't realize that like you could have full confidence in your, like where you're going to spend your eternity because you weren't like striving to earn something. It wasn't like, I think I saw life as like this long battle, right? To just earn your spot and to prove to God that you were good enough. Where I, I thought that you could be good enough. I thought that was something like that could actually be achieved. Um, and I just thank God that I no longer think that way and that I now understand what salvation means, what grace actually means. That's a concept that like, I not only understand on like, an intellectual or like academic level, like, or like definitional level. But like, I understand for myself because I'm experiencing this in my own life and I benefit from grace and I receive grace every single day because his mercies are new every single day. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't really know what that meant. And so I definitely just think, and I, honestly, I think that's easy to do when you're a kid, 
right, is to fall into a legalistic understanding. But I also think that, like, the people around you, the adults in your life could correct that. And that wasn't really happening for me. Um, But it happened in college. So I'm really happy about that. But, yeah, so faith, like I said, it was a priority of mine. And I, I was happy about, you know, that I was a Christian. But, or at least I was a Christian in title. And I don't want to say I was a Christian in title, but like not indeed, because I don't think that's fair to myself. I do think that, like I said, I was trying to live a life that would honor God, but I don't think that my lifestyle fully reflected my supposed convictions, especially when it comes to how I spent, spent my time. Um, and yeah, how I spent my time. And also I just had it. I was at that time in my life. I'm I'm talking, I, I guess we're like in my high school phase right now. Um, I, I didn't yet have a relationship with Christ. Um, so it was very, you know, people like to establish a religion versus relationship dichotomy. I don't think I like that dichotomy at all because Christianity still is a religion. Um, and so I think it's weird not like to try to totally dismiss that portion of it all, but obviously it's the relationship, like that's at the core of it, right? That's what we're called to really be a part of. Um, and I didn't have that. Um, I, I think I, you know, I, tr- I read my Bible every day. I had my little like teen girl Bible. Um, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't meditating on the word. I wasn't re- like really reflecting on what it meant for me. I was treating it like a checklist. So I think that's what I also mean by like legalistic is like, you know, I was reading the Bible every day because I felt like I had to, not because I felt like, not because I know that I needed it. It wasn't my daily bread. It was like, this is what Christians do. So this is what I'm going to do. Cause I think it's like the right thing to do, but not understanding it's real value to me and not understanding that like the word is like, you know, the word is God's communication to us. Right. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word with the word was with God and the word was God. Sorry. I'm constantly trying to like cite scripture and then butchering the wording of it. Um, but that y'all know that's, I think that's John. Is that John one, one Lord? I feel like looking it up, but I don't, I don't want y'all to hear like keyboard clacking. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll figure that out. Um, but regardless, right. So like, I just didn't understand that like, wow, like this is a living document that is like so important to like me figuring out how to navigate this world and like understand who God is. But I just treated it like a chore and we treat something like a chore then it becomes really easy to like abandon it. And I think that is what uh, really happened during my first year of college. I brought a Bible. It was on my bed. It was on my, you know, nightstand. So it was directly next to my bed. But how often was I reading it? Not often at all. Um, And that's what I mean when I say that it wasn't a relationship quite yet. Um, In terms of like between me and Jesus, right? Um, I, I think, you know, I viewed God as like, you know, Lord over all, of course, and someone to be feared and all of that. But I didn't understand like the depth of his love yet. I didn't understand how personal and intimate, right? That's the word. I love the word intimate. I'm surprised I hadn't used it yet. How intimate of a relationship this can be, the most intimate relationship that you could ever possibly experience. Um, And I just wasn't seeking that. Um, And, you know, that had its repercussions. I definitely did. Um, and so I guess, yeah, now, I guess now we're in my first year of college. It's like I said, like I was Christian and people knew that. Oh, okay. So I'll actually, let me touch on that. So, um, it was high, this was my senior year of high school. I think it was like the last week of, or I don't know. It was like the last month. It was very late in my senior year. I was in the car with my best friend Mia and with these two other people who, one of whom I was just like acquaintances with and one of whom I was like more friends with. Um, but regardless, like the girl who I was just sort of like acquaintances with, I don't know what the conversation was. Um, but I remember her saying, Amon, I didn't know you were a Christian. And when I say that broke my heart, I mean, maybe it shouldn't have, because like I said, the girl didn't know me exceptionally well, but that really put things into perspective for me. I realized that, um, yeah, I realized that if, people who are around me and around me enough to like know parts of my personality and my interests. Like this girl knew other things about me, but she didn't know I was a Christian. And that was like, that just really, really hit me. And I, I think, and that's when I sort of going into college, I think I 
went in with the goal that if someone doesn't know anything else about me, I want them to know that I am a Christian. Um, and I don't know how well I lived that out my first year. Um, so yeah, now I can get into my first year of college, which was a very, very interesting time. College in general has been very, very interesting for me, as I think it is for a lot of people. It's a difficult time. Um, but going into college, um, I think I had that goal and I expressed, you know, an express goal of mine going into college too, was to find Christian community. Now that I was without my best friend, now that I was away from my spiritual foundation, like my parents, right? I knew that I needed Christian community. I wanted friends who were going to, like I said, edify me, even though I didn't think I knew that word quite yet. Um, but I did not at all put in the work to find Christian community. So if you're someone who is in college, um, and you want to find Christian community, listen to me now, do not wait for it to find you. Sometimes, you know, some people will be fortunate enough that like someone's going to reach out to them and invite them to like a Christian club outing. And maybe that's all you need. And then boom, you found it. You, you've, you found your community and you'll grow in that. And that's wonderful. But for a lot of people, because Christian communities at secular institutions are right compared to the general population, very small. It's something that you have that you have to like seek out. And I wasn't doing that. So first year it was characterized by, like I said, ne- totally neglecting my word, neglecting prayer. I would just collapse in bed after a long day of like extracurriculars and classes and socializing and just collapse in bed after doing homework or whatever, not in my prayers. I certainly wasn't praying when I woke up in the morning or maybe I was attempting to, but I wasn't very consistent with it. So my spiritual life was just kind of in shambles. And so I think similar to how I was in high school, I was still trying to do the Christian thing where like, you know, I wasn't drinking and stuff like that. So I was trying to live set apart. And I think I was continuing to do what I did in high school where I thought that I was like setting an example for my friends. Um, but I wasn't, my relationship still, I don't know. I was projecting the image of being a, in quotation marks, good Christian, but my relationship, like I said, with Jesus was nearly non-existent at that time. Um, and so, yeah, on the point of like finding Christian community and, or like, like the lack of finding it, um, I don't know. I think that made my first year pretty isolating. Um, I had plenty of friends. I was surrounded by lots of people all of the time, right? But it was very much that alone in a crowd feeling where, you know, I'm surrounded by 10, 15 people on a given day, um, having fun, laughing a lot. But I was always in the minority in terms of my mindset um, and in terms of my spiritual sort of aspirations or you know, things like that. And I wasn't being edified in the way that I desired. Um, And there were some people in my life who were doing that. And like, there was a a junior in college at the time who I'm still so incredibly grateful for. She was very much like a big sister figure for me on campus and how she encouraged me. And I don't know, I, I wanted, I definitely wanted to be her, right? I wanted to be like her in her, you know, ability to cite scripture so effortlessly and just always trusting in God. And that's who I wanted to be, but I I wasn't willing to put in the work for it. Um, But it was during my sophomore year that things changed, things shifted. Um, Things definitely shifted (laughs) during my sophomore year. Um, So it was during my sophomore year that, well, first of all, it was during my sophomore fall, COVID was in full force. Um, and so I spent the entirety of that fall semester at home with my family, you know, not at school. And I think that things really, I think things really came into focus for me because I realized that I did, that when the spring semester of that year came, I didn't want to repeat the same mistakes that I had made first year, the mistakes being right, like not seeking out Christian community, not surrounding myself by people who, um, you know, sort of push me to, to follow my convictions rather than making me question them, um, which I don't want to place blame on other people. Nobody was doing anything, but I was saying that, you know, the people that I need to be surrounded by, um, I had not yet found because I hadn't devoted the time and the energy necessary to find those people. And so it was during that sophomore fall at home where I really felt like a shell of myself um, just because I just wasn't going out. I wasn't doing much of anything, but I was able to focus on my faith more. I was able to read the word more consistently. I was able to 
um, yeah, just really think about what I wanted. I keep using the phrase this walk, but I think that like it really, that's what it, what this journey, right? What I wanted this journey to look like for myself. And so it was during my sophomore spring, we returned to campus and it wasn't a fully normal semester, but we were back at school, um, that things really, really changed for me. Um, and that was because I finally experienced Christian community. Um, when I say community, right, I mean more than one person. (laughs) Um, and you know, people, or at least in my Christian club that I'm in, they like to use the phrase faith grows with friends. And as I said, because I didn't have Christian community growing up, I didn't really understand like the truth of that. I thought that like, I thought this walk could be done alone, but I very quickly realized, um, during that sophomore spring. So this is the spring of 2021, right? Um, that we were not intended to do this walk alone and that we need the support of other people. And we need people who are going to, like I said, edify us and push us to be closer to God and teach us things and share perspectives that we may not have and all these wonderful things that I previously didn't have much of. Um, And that came into my life during that semester. Um, I rooted myself in a uh, in a fellowship on campus, I made, I developed close friendships with some Christian girls who are now, right, definitely some of my closest friends and, um, people that, you know, these are friendships that I think I'm going to have for the rest of my life, or we say like friendships for eternity, right? So it's when I started, you know, it was during this semester, during this period that I started to find those friendships and, um, it just totally, changed oh and it was also during this semester and it was because right of the the friendships that I found that I started going to church that was something that I was not at all doing during my first year of college I had um mock trial practices on Sunday afternoons and um you know things like that and or I sometimes some Sundays I think I just slept in and so like I totally I didn't have a church home or anything like that but I found a church home that I in New Haven or in, yeah, I didn't mention where I go to school, but like, yeah, I I go to school in the city of New Haven, right? Um, And like, I found a church there. Um, And I love that church to this day. Like, I love that church to this day. I still go every Sunday, like actually consistently now, which is really great. Um, But things are just really shifting. And not only, right, I'm speaking about like lots of sort of external things about, you know, finding friends, finding a church home, finding a club or like a fellowship to root myself in. But what was really going on during this period was that my heart was changing, right? My, My desires were changing in the sense that, I mean, I talked about how for a lot of my life, um my goal or I I thought that like as long as I was on this Christian walk and I was focusing on my faith and you know or whatever I called focusing on my faith at the time and that I was just sort of leading my friends leading by example um that that was enough but it was during this period um when I was I attended discipleship training for the Christian club that I'm now in um, and I don't even know what the word discipleship means. And now I do, right? And I, I, I mentioned the phrase before, like, um, I'm aiming to be a disciple that makes disciples. And so that like the motto of this club, or one of their mottos, at least, there might be several, um, is, you know, that like, right, we're aiming to be disciples that make disciples that make disciples. And that's at our school and, and beyond. And I didn't understand that before. I, I, I thought, you know, like, of course, like pastors and preachers, those are the people who are um, pushing people towards Jesus. And then everybody else, you know, you just walk your walk and talk your talk and maybe that'll rub off on other people. You'd be like a good influence. But I never thought about like evangelism, right? And so that's, as I explained earlier, that's one of the core tenets of this show is evangelism. And yeah, I never thought that I, as a then, oh, I guess I was 20 at the time, right? So not much younger. As a, as a 20 year old girl, as a college student, as someone who still was like figuring out what this even looks like for myself, who's like highly imperfect and still makes all these mistakes. I didn't think that I could ever possibly evangelize to other people because who gives me the authority, right? That, that was my thinking. Um, and you know, part of that is, is valid in a sense that like, right. The authority is, I, I have no authority. The authority is from God. Right. And we're called to be ambassadors for Christ. And that's actually what like the club, the, the fellowship that I'm a part of, like it literally, the name translates to Christ's ambassadors. And I think that 
so I, I identify March through like May. I mean, it's really Mar- March through the end of 2021. But I feel like it was in March of 2021 that things just shifted for me, right? And that is heavily due to the fact that I stepped into the identity of an ambassador for Christ. I was no longer content just doing my own thing. Um, my own thing often, which like like I said, often was like very inconsistently reading my Bible not at all having like a devotional time. Like I didn't even know what that really meant or looked like. Um, but whatever, doing my own thing. I was no longer content with that. I now wanted to share the truth of God's goodness to other people, right? I was waking up. I was waking up um, to just how much of a blessing it is to be his child. And I wanted other people to know about that. I wanted to, you know, I, I think also just like looking at my friends um, that semester and like knowing that I wanted to encourage the people in my life. I wanted to encourage my loved ones and realizing that like the best advice that I could give them is to point them towards Christ, which of course is not like a popular thing to do. I mean, being a Christian is a popular thing to do. And it certainly wasn't something that I don't, I don't think a lot of people are like exceptionally receptive to that because people want something realer. They want something more concrete concrete but I was realizing that like there's nothing realer I can give them than than to point them towards the hope that we have in Christ and to to show them that like they can be experience redemption right they can be saved um because of someone else's love for them and sacrifice for them like and it was yeah it was, it was during this spring that I was like I want to spread the good news um and not just spread it but it was it was then that I understood what the good news even was. I didn't think I under fully understood. I knew I was like incredibly broken. I knew I was very flawed and very sinful. Um, but I didn't understand, like I said before, like I didn't know what grace was. I didn't know what any of these things even meant. I, and I literally wrote this down. I was like, I don't think I even knew until I got to college what Jesus died for our sins meant. I, of course, said it. Like, I mean, you know, that's like that, that phrase is like force fed, force fed to every Christian kid starting from the age of like three. So like, you know, and of course, like, you know, like that, that's like, that's the core tenet of the Christian faith. But I, I didn't understand what that meant for me and how important that was. Sorry, I know I'm getting redundant, but like now I'm just getting super passionate talking about it. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it was this year, this spring or not this year, it's 2022, last spring um, through, yeah, last spring, summer, that things really, really started to change for me. And so I, I experienced immense spiritual growth. Um, and, and yeah, and like I and like I was starting to say, so much of that momentum, right, or like the impetus for that was through me experiencing uh, the fullness of Christian community and, or not the fullness of it actually. Cause like I said, it was a weird semester. So I wasn't actually like yet rooted in my Christian club or anything like that. I just still had just like a couple Christian friends, but I was getting like a sneak peek into what life giving relationships can look like outside of the ones I'd already have with my best friend and with my, my family. Um, and then it was during the summer. Yeah. So just throughout the spring and the summer, I, 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 I like to use this phrase, probably overuse it. I know I've definitely used it during this episode already, but I, I finally, I became on fire for Christ. And I think that's what I, I'd always aspire to, right? Like I looked at my dad, I looked at my mom, I looked at my aunt. I looked at that that girl that I said was sort of like a big sister figure to me, right? And, I, and these people were on fire for Christ, but I wasn't on fire for him yet. I was just sort of like passively just moving along what I thought was the straight and narrow, but there was no like joy that I was taking it in all of this. And that's what I found. That's what I found in 2021. Um, right. And so then during the fall of 2021, that was my first semester of my junior year. So that's the semester that just wrapped up. So we're basically almost in present day, right? Um, it was, yeah, during this semester that I really stepped into my purpose, right? I felt like I was living a purposeful life um, because I was living for Christ. Um, and I, you know, finally had a devotional time that I was committed to. I wasn't treating God like a chore. I wasn't treating reading the word like a 
burden or like something on a checklist. And it was finally a relationship, right? I was speaking to Jesus. I was, I was trusting to him, trusting in him. And like I was saying earlier, you know, I'd always understood God as like Lord and as King and as, you know, this like mighty figure that I had to revere. But now I was also experiencing Jesus as a friend, right? As a best friend it, during, you know, some very like lonely or emotionally um, like turbulent moments of my life. I was turning to Christ as a friend. And that was like, that was revolutionary because I didn't think that was real. I thought that was just something that people said. But I was like, wow, like I can actually find like hope. I can't see him. I can't physically feel him. But he's, this is still the realest love I've ever experienced. Um, and like sometimes, and like that's not true at all times for me, right? Like I'm not always like, I'm not always um, super, super aware of this love. Like aware as in like, I have to remind myself, right? Like, and that's, that's well, right. I run to the word, right? To, to like the word, it's become my daily bread. It fills me up. And like, I look forward to reading the word. Not every day, right? Like sometimes I'm like, oh, it's 11 p.m. I still haven't done my quiet time. What's up with that? Like, you know, there, I have my off days, but like there's just been such a significant shift in my approach to my faith because now it's rooted in a true relationship um and it was during um it was during this first semester of my junior year that I said just finished that like I said I was living purposefully and that was because I was leading a small group I was really aiming to make disciples and 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 then right it was this during this semester right that I was experiencing the fullness of Christian community and yeah, just I, I had a spiritual mentor for the first time. I feel like I'd really stepped into a family of faith. Um, and things were just changing. And it was a very imperfect semester, like the fall through the winter, through the, I guess, early winter, uh, basically the fall, the fall of 2021. It was a weird time in a lot of ways. But I can look back and say that that was a really monumental period of my life because I just experienced so much spiritual growth. And and yeah, and I mean, that's, that's mostly it. I mean, that's a testimony. <laughs> that's a testimony. I'll stop it there. Um, obviously there's still a lot of like holes that maybe over time I'll complete and, you know, in future episodes. Um, but that's, that's the gist of it. And that brings me to the present day where, like I said, I just, my, oh, right. Okay. I meant to like word it this way, but it was in like sometime between March and May of 2021 that I had the realization that like God was, I mean, I'd always understood that I need to put God first in my life. Like that was, that I'd always been aware that that was something I should aspire to. Um, but it was during this period that I really made him, I, I like to say like the center and the head of my life. And it was during this period that I realized that glorifying God isn't just like my responsibility, isn't just like, you know, a part of my life, but literally, literally it was the reason for which I was created right? And so now I view everything through the lens of eternity. I, you know, in the relationships that I form, right? I'm invested in these people's eternities. I'm invested in my own eternity and I'm living each day with this purpose, right? I, I have, I just live a much more meaningful life, not because of like career opportunities or because of any doors that, you know, men have like man, like man has opened for me, but because I'm living for God and I want, like I said in the very beginning of the episode, I want my existence to be worship. And I think that that is what it is right now. And I'm now in a position where I am more secure in my, in my relationship with the Lord than I've ever been before. Like growing up, I mean, as I said, like there were all, something was always off, like something was always missing. I knew that something wasn't exactly the way it should be. I wasn't giving him the amount of attention that he deserved. I wasn't giving him the time he deserved. I, I wasn't you know, fully living for him, but now I'm living for him and I don't have any doubt or any insecurity in this relationship. And that is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, like position to be in. Um, and I'll be in that for the rest of my life, you know, so long as I don't lose my focus and allow the enemy and the world to distract me. And so, yeah, like I said, that brings me to the present day. That's my story. And I explained, you know, the motivations behind this podcast. And I'm just really excited for what God will do with this podcast and 
you know, like I said, I just want hearts to be brought closer to him. I want more people to be able to, you know, embark on this redemption arc that is possible through him, only through him, right? Possible only through him and like, you know, and achieve salvation, not because of their own effort, but because of his sacrifice through the, the shedding of his precious, innocent blood, um, and then, yeah, just allow him to to work in you, to make you a new creature, to transform you. And we just, you know, become kingdom agents. I just love that phrase so much. Um, yeah, so this podcast is just my way or just one of the ways that I'm trying to work for the kingdom, to expand the kingdom, to to make heaven crowded, as people like to say. And I just thank you all for joining me on what will hopefully be a very, very long journey. Um, but yeah, just super grateful. I'm super glad this is happening. I don't know. It's hard for me to know when to stop talking, but now's probably the time. (laughs) All right. Just to wrap this episode up, I was looking through my journal from around the time that I was describing at the end of my testimony. So around like the spring of 2021, and I found a quote from my favorite book or one of my three favorite books of all time, Mere Christianity by the incredible C.S. Lewis, who I mentioned earlier in the episode. Um, But yeah, this is just, this is page 181 of Mere Christianity. And I think it just perfectly um, describes the the thinking behind the redemption arc. And so the quote says, and this is an abridged quote because I didn't write down the full thing. But it says, The business of becoming a son of God has been done for us. Humanity is already saved in principle. We individuals have to appropriate that salvation. But the really tough work has been done for us. We have not got to try to climb up into spiritual life by our own efforts. If we only lay ourselves open to the one, one man in whom it was fully present, he will do it in us and for us. One of our own race has this new life. If we get close to him, we shall catch it from him. I just think that's an incredible quote and it perfectly exemplifies what I mean by the redemption arc and how, you know, we can't, we can't create our own redemption arcs, right? Um, but yeah, you should definitely read that book, Mere Christianity. I'll probably like... I'll definitely be quoting from that book a lot more in future episodes. I might even do a whole episode on the book, like a book review or something like that, or like a summary for those that don't have a lot of time to read, but it's my favorite book. Um, and then next, I want to give y'all some scripture. Um, yeah, so um, this this week, this or this episode, the, the scripture is Psalm 139, verses 16 through 18. And it says, this is the New International Version, and it says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So maybe just meditate on that scripture. I just think it's so beautiful and touching that this is the truth with with which we live. Um, And then a song recommendation for this episode is In Jesus' Name by Israel and the the New Breed. And the book's the version featuring Doe, who is just a phenomenal Christian vocalist. So I recommend watching the version on YouTube. Like it's also on like Spotify and I I assume other music platforms. Um, But watching the video, I think it's just really nice. It's a really nice like cozy christian musicians all sitting in a room and just jam session vibe that i really like to see um and then i'm going to close this out in prayer heavenly father thank you so so much just for who you are and all that you've been to me in my life lord i just thank you for your grace i thank you that your mercies are new each morning i thank you for waking me up this morning and doing what literally no one else could do and breathing life into my lungs And Lord, I just have no higher aspiration but to use the breath in my lungs to make your name known and to just just make you proud, Lord, to serve you. Um, With every every ounce of my being, Lord, I want to give it back to you um, because it's not mine, right? Like this body you handcrafted, the time that I have, it's yours, right? All the resources that I think I own, you know, you bless me with them. And certainly the gifts and talents that you've given me, Lord, that comes directly from you. Um, And and so I just want to put it back um, 
towards you and towards this purpose that I've been called to and this purpose that we've all been called to as believers. And Lord, I just pray that my testimony, I pray that it, that it touches the hearts of the listeners. Um, and I pray that it pushes them to get to know you deeper, Lord, and to take joy and, you know, rejoice in the fact that we are redeemed by Christ. And that's not something that anyone can ever take away from us. And that's not something that rests on our own efforts, but it's just a free gift because of your love for us. And I just pray that more people become aware of that and, and appropriate that salvation as, as C.S. Lewis worded it. And Lord, I just thank you. I just thank you. I thank you. Um, and I just pray that you keep your, your mighty hand over us, protect us as we navigate through this world and our, just our everyday. I just pray that you continue walking and guiding um, all of the listeners and just being with them and keeping them encouraged. And Lord, I pray all of this in the precious and holy name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Redemption Arc. To stay connected and receive show updates, follow at The Redemption Arc Pod on Instagram. Once again, that's at The Redemption Arc Pod on Instagram. You can also connect through email. Feel free to send prayer requests, personal testimonies, your thoughts on previous episodes or ideas for future ones, along with any questions you may have to the Redemption Arc Podcast at gmail.com. The purpose of this show is to edify the family of faith as well as engage those who are not yet believers but want to find out what this Christian walk could look like for them. I want the Redemption Arc to be as interactive of a platform as possible, so please do not hesitate to reach out. I'll see you on the next episode, but in the meantime, stay prayerful, stay vigilant, and never forget in whom you are redeemed. Thanks, y'all.